Well, hello. Welcome po sa ating uh, panibagong uh, pag-aaral ng pamagat po ay Real Life Bible Study. Ito po ay isang uh, maiksing Bible Study. Meron lang pong apat na topics or lessons. At ang purpose po nito ay para magkaroon po kayo ng uh, sufficient na sabihin natin basihan para mag-decide kung gusto nyo po ba na magpa- water baptize at gusto nyo maging isang Christian or follower of Jesus uh, for the rest of your life. So itong apat na Bible study na to will lay down the uh, foundations for you para may consider nyo maigi yung decision na yun. So I hope and pray na itong uh, Bible study na to would be very beneficial and very helpful uh, sa inyo as you uh, go through it. No? So, para malaman nyo lang, uh, let me give you an overview of the lessons na pag-uusapan natin. Uh, una sa lahat, yung lesson one is, what is a true Christian? So, ano po ba ang ibig sabihin ng pagiging isang tunay na Christian? Uh, pangalawa po is, what is the true gospel? So, ang unang katangian ng isang Christian, as we are about to discover, ay may kinalaman dito sa question na ito na pangalawa. Second lesson natin. Third lesson is, what is true faith? No? At uh, pang-apat na lesson po is what are the first steps? Ano yung mga unang hakbang? No? So mag-umpisa po tayo sa lesson na uh, what is a true Christian? So samahan niyo po ako manalangin tayo. Let's pray and ask God for His guidance dito sa pag-uusapan natin. Let's pray. Lord, uh, maraming salamat po Panginoon. Thank you for your grace na meron kaming opportunity to Talk about itong mga foundational issues na ito and andalangin ko Lord, ang prayer ko is that as people go through this real life Bible study, na magkaroon sila ng sapat na pagkaunawa at least of the basic uh, things to consider bago sila magumpisa at kung sila ay magumpisa to live their lives following you Lord Jesus together with others. So, salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. We commit to you itong Bible study na ito, umpisa ngayon. Salamat po, in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Sige po, pag-usapan natin, what is a true Christian? Alam nyo, sa bansang tulad natin, ang Pilipinas, and if you are in the different country, you know, and you came here originally from the Philippines, uh, you would agree with me na yung salitang Christian is, of course, a very common word or adjective that describes uh, people, pero minsan hindi nila naiintindihan what does it really mean. And because of that misunderstanding, uh, madalas uh, hindi po nabibigyan ng magandang uh, ikang uh, uh, katuparan or manifestation yung ano ba ibig sabihin talaga ng pagiging true Christian. For example, sa Asia, tinatawag ang Pilipinas na the only Christian nation Pero, you know, if we look at it, we look at our country, can we actually say na our country is a Christian nation? Anyway, gusto ko pong pag-usapan natin to because this is fundamental, this is basic. Kailangan maunawaan natin what is a true Christian. So, uh, para magawa natin yun, we are going to look at Acts 11, 19 to 30. And you might be wondering bakit yun ang gusto nating basahin. Because dito sa Acts 11, matatagpuan natin yung isang verse, verse 26, kung saan nakalagay, the disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. So doon sa isang lugar ng pangalan ay Antioch, uh, do, doon unang tinawag na mga Kristiyano ang mga alagad ni Kristo. 
So we are going to go back in time doon sa pangyayari doon so that we can discover kung paano nangyari yun, bakit tinawag na Christians yung mga taong tagaron o at least yung mga tao na naging mananampalataya sa Panginoong Jesus. So we are going to discover na merong four descriptions or four characteristics yung mga taong naroon kung bakit sila tinawag na Christian. So ating tingnan ko ano yung mga descriptions na yon. First of all, they heard and believed the good news. Yun ang unang-unang description sa kanila. They heard and believed the good news. Tingnan natin po ito sa Acts 11 starting with verse 19. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, spreading the word only among Jews. So, konting background lang po. Yung mga unang mananampalataya, they were scattered o sila ay kumalat dahil nagkaroon po ng isang insidente, yung pagkamatay ni Stephen o sa Tagalog po ay Esteban. Siya unang-unang martyr. So, he was killed because of his testimony about Jesus at ito yung naging dahilan bakit yung mga tao ay naglikas uh, at nagpunta sa iba't ibang lugar. Pero sabi rito, Yung mga mananampalataya daw, they traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. So, Antioch yung ating lugar na gusto nating malaman bakit tinawag ng mga Christians yung mga taong naroon o yung mga naging mananampalataya na tagaroon. Pero sabi rito sa verse na to, spreading the word only among Jews. So, yung the word is of course another way of saying the gospel or the good news. Now, as we Go on to the next verse, ganito pong sabi. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. So dito hindi na the word yung sinasabi, kundi the good news about the Lord Jesus. So nagpunta daw yung mga mananampalataya sa Antioch at doon pinahayag nila sa mga Griego, the Greeks, no? telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. So ito po ay mabuting balita at itong mabuting balita na to ay tungkol kay Jesus, Panginoong Jesus. At sabi sa verse 21, the Lord's hand was with them and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. So dito natin makikita na yung mga tao doon sa Antioch na naging mananampalataya na tinawag na Kristiyano ay dahil nagkaroon sila ng oportunidad na mapakinggan, mapaliwanagan, at maunawaan yung mabuting balita. You know, like I said, dito sa bansa natin, many people would call themselves Christians. Siguro to distinguish themselves from other religions. Pero if you are to ask any of them, you know, siguro 9 out of 10, wala kong data, pero most likely, if you ask anyone, ano ba ang gospel or good news that you profess to believe, Karamihan would not be able to answer. Because most people actually nagiging Christian lang dito sa bansa natin sa pamamagitan ng ritual, yung tinatawag nating child baptism. Siguro naranasan nyo rin yun, naranasan ko rin naman yun. Nung baby ako, no, dinala ako sa simbahan, siyempre dinamitan ako, dinala ako sa simbahan kasama ng mga ninong at ninang, at uh, I went through the ritual of uh, Infant baptism, as it is called, sa Catholic Church. 
At dahil doon, ako ay winelcome na ngayon sa Christian world. Kaya ang tawag minsan doon sa ritual na yun ay christening. No? Nagiging kristyano. However, walang nagpaliwanag sa akin ng mabuting balita at hindi ko alam sa paanong paraan o bakit ako naging kristyano. So basically, I grew up calling myself a Christian uh, because yun ang tawag sa akin pero I did not really fully understand what it meant. Siguro ganun din po kayo. Siguro you are a person na if I were to ask you, so how would you call yourself? You would say, I'm a Christian. And then if I would follow it up by asking you, so anong pagkaunawa mo sa gospel? Most likely, hindi mo mapapaliwanag sa akin o di mo alam kasi wala naman talaga nagpaliwanag sa'yo. Unless, of course, that you became a Christian precisely because somebody explained the gospel to you. Kaya iyan yung lesson 2 natin dito sa ating Real Life Bible Study. I will do my best to explain to you kung ano yung gospel para there will be no question dun sa idea na narinig mo ba, naunawaan mo ba. It would just be a question of ano naging response mo dito. So when I was uh, young, you know, ako yung lumaki bilang isang, you know, uh, sabihin natin reliosong tao. Uh, naging sakristan pa ako when I was young. But no one really explained to me the gospel until I reached the age of 22 years old. Nung ako ay dumating sa ganong edad, saka ako palang narinig, actually through a television program. Saka ako palang naunawaan yung gospel. And boy, you know, nung nalaman ko yung gospel, that really transformed my life. Kasi for the first time, naiintindihan ko. Hindi lang basta pala reliyon yan, ritual. It's all about Jesus Christ. So that is the first characteristic ng mga tao dun sa Antioch. Kaya sila tinawag na Christian is because they really uh, heard and believed the good news. Now, higit pa doon, the second characteristic or description sa kanila is they began a new life through the Holy Spirit. Nagkaroon ng pagbabago yung buhay nila. And through this Bible study, siyempre, hindi, hindi natin mapag-uusapan yung uh, tukol doon sa panibagong buhay na yun because you have to decide first to believe in the Lord Jesus. And then you will learn kung paano yung bagong buhay na yun, how that would actually uh, be manifested sa buhay mo. Pero I will do my best to explain the gospel and what it means to believe at ano yung mga initial steps. Pero dito sa second description na to, gusto kong paliwanag na ang pangalawang description o katangian sa mga taong ito na tinawag na Christian is the fact na nagkaroon ng pagbabago sa kanilang buhay no? through the Holy Spirit. Now, tingnan natin sa verse 22. Sabi, news of this, yung pangyayari nga na nakarinig sila at tumanggap sila sa Panginoon, news of this reached the church in Jerusalem and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. At uh, so si Barnabas, isa sa mga mananampalataya, pumunta rin sa Antioch. Pinadala sila ng iglesia sa Jerusalem. Nandun kasi yung mga apostles at yung mga unang mga mananampalataya. Nandun sila sa Jerusalem na natili sila doon. Now, verse 23, when he arrived and saw what the grace of God had done. Saw what the grace of God had done. Sa madaling salita, may nakita siyang palatandaan. May nakita siyang manifestation ng biyaya ng Diyos sa buhay ng mga tao na yan. He was glad, sabi, and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. So, umpisa pa lang yun, pero may nakita na siyang palatandaan. May pagbabago na sa buhay nila. So, umpisa pa lang. 
At sabi nga nito sa verse 24, He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. So ang description kay Barnabas ay masasabi natin description din sa mga mananampalataya na nakita niya. They were full of the Holy Spirit also. They had faith. So may pagbabago sa buhay nila. So in other words, ito pong palatandaan na to ay of course gawain, gawa ito ng Panginoon. Hindi natin gawa to. We do not change ourselves. Pero through the work of the Holy Spirit, may nakikita ang ibang mga tao, nakikita nila mga initial manifestation na merong kakaibang nangyari sa buhay natin. So a true Christian is somebody na makikita mo yung pagbabago sa buhay niya. Not completely at first, pero initially merong ebidensya. No? Of course, it would depend kung paano siya mamubuhay and how he would learn to follow Jesus day by day. Pero may makikita kang pagbabago kahit paano. Amen? Naalala ko nung ako po ay nakakilala sa Panginoon at the age of 22 years old. Ay uh, bago yun. Ako po ay lasinggero, talagang gumagamit ng mga droga, pasaway sa magulang, sari-saring mga kalikuan. Pero nung ako po ay tumanggap sa Panginoong Jesus at naging isang alagad ni Kristo, naging Kristiyano, abay lahat ng mga bagay na yun isa-isang nawala. Binago ako ng Panginoon bagamat hindi naman ako agad-agad naging perpekto as you will learn later on na the Christian life is a journey. Pero merong initial na palatandaan. Okay? Merong initial na manifestation. So, yan ang pangatlong uh, o pangalawa rather na palatandaan ng mga taong naroon sa Antioch. They began a new life through the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, pangatlo, they became part of a learning community. Isa rin to sa palatandaan that you are, you know, ika na nagkaroon ka ng transformation, no? nagkaroon ng pagbabago sa life mo, bunga ng pagkarinig mo sa mabuting balita. So in this case, sa mga tao na sa Antioch, they became part of a learning community. Yun yung description sa kanila. Tingnan natin to. So verse 25, Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So, Antioch yung ating pinag-uusapan, right? Dito unang tinawag na Christians yung mga mananampalataya. So, Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. So, nagpunta siya sa Tarsus, hinahanap niya si Saul. Si Saul, later on, natatawaging Paul or Saint Paul. So, dalawa sila, bumalik sila sa Antioch. So, for a whole year, sabi nga niya, Barnabas and Saul met with the church. So, ang tawag dito sa grupo na ito ay church and taught great numbers of people. So, ang church po ay hindi building, hindi po gusali, hindi po templo. Ito po ay grupo ng mga tao na nakakilala sa Panginoon at nagsama-sama upang matuto tungkol sa Panginoon. So, sabi nga nito, the disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. Ang ibig sabihin ng salitang disciple ay learner or student or somebody na nag-aaral. And so, yung mga mananampalataya nung araw, ang tawag sa kanila ay mga estudyante o mga tagapag-aral tungkol kay Kristo Jesus. So, yan po yung palatandaan. Makikita mo kapag ang isang tao ay tunay na naging Christian o follower ni Christ, meron siyang uh, pagkauhaw na matuto kasama ng iba pang mga mananampalataya. That's why, you know, sa first steps, pag-uusapan din natin yan, yung pang-apat na lesson. Ano ba yung mga unang hakbang? 
and being part of a community, a learning community, is part of the first steps. We'll talk about it later on. Pero at this point, gusto ko maintindihan nyo na ito yung uh, pangatlong palatandaan o description ng mga tunay na Kristiyano, a true Christian. No? They became part of a learning community. Ako po, noong araw, um, bago ako naging Christian, yung mother ko muna at yung mga kasamahan niya ang unang nakakilala sa Panginoon. So they would always gather sa bahay namin para mag-Bible study, pero I would never join them. Instead, uh, pinipersecute ko sila. Tinatawag ko sila mga hipokrito, and I would not join. If ever na uh, may Bible study sa bahay namin, ang gagawin ko, maglalasing muna ako para pag-uwi ko, paglasing na lasing na ako, guguluhin ko sila, sisipahin ko yung mga lamesa, you know, yung Bibles nila, tapos pagbubulong ako, sabihin ko mga hipokrito. Sa madaling salita, I persecuted my mother and her friends na nagbabible study sa bahay. Pero, nung ako'y nakakilala nun sa Panginoon, something changed in me. Hindi ko na sila gustong awayin. Hindi ko na sila gustong i-persecute. Instead, gusto ko na silang makasama. Gusto ko nang mapabilang sa kanila. I wanted to be part of that community as they learn more about Jesus. Yan po ang katangian o palatandaan ng isang tunay na Christian. Hindi niya dinidisconnect ang sarili niya sa isang grupo ng mga mananampalataya. Instead, sumasali siya, sumasama, nakikiisa siya, at kasama nila, natututo siya. So, yan po yung pangatlong katangian ng isang tunay na Christian. Pangapat po, panguli, they became part of the body of Christ. Kasi po, you know, ang, ang body of Christ ay kinabibilangan ng lahat ng mga mananampalataya sa iba't ibang lugar na naniniwala sa isang mabuting balita at lahat eager na magkaroon ng panibagong buhay kay Kristo at nag-aaral sila kasama ng, ng iba para matuto about uh, the Lord Jesus and His ways. Now, itong sabi po sa verse 27, During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. So, yung mga taga-Jerusalem, mga propeta doon, bumaba, pumunta sa Antioch. At sabi nga nito, one of them named Agabus stood up, and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. So, nang karoon isang propeta, pangalan niya Agabos, nag-declare siya, nagpahayag siya, na magkakaroon ng taggutom o famine. At ito ay kakalat sa buong Roman Empire. So, malaking kapahamakan ito. No? Ito raw ay nangyari ng panahon ni Claudius. Now, yung mga tagaroon sa Jerusalem, maliban kay Barnabas, at uh, marahil kay Saul din, hindi naman kilala ng mga taga-Antioch, pero somehow naririnig-rinig nila at ito nga pumunta yung mga taga-Jerusalem sa kanila at nagpahayag ng problema at wala namang sinabing anuman, kundi sinabi lang na magkakaroon ng famine. Pero ganitong tugon nila, the disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. This they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. So, nakiisa sila. Naging bahagi sila ng isang larger body of Christ. So, kung nakikinig po kayo, no, uh, at gusto nyo maging mananampalataya, ang kalooban ng Diyos ay hindi tayo maging parang, parang lone, uh, lone ranger o nagsusolo lang tayo. Uh, the Lord wants us to be part of a larger body. Uh, kaya itong Bible study nito, Real Life Bible Study, is brought to you by Real Life Christian Communities. Isang body of Christ uh, na matatawag na isang local church 
And we would invite you to be part of this body, to be one of us, kasi yun pong ibig sabihin ng pagiging true Christian. Ikaw ay nakakabilang o nagiging kabilang ng malawak na body of Christ. And so, ito yung mga katangian. They heard and believed the good news. So, yun yung una. Pangalawa, they began a new life through the Holy Spirit. Pangatlo, they became part of a learning community. At pangapat, they became part of the body of Christ as a whole. So, ito yung apat na katangian ng isang true Christian. Now, siyempre, yung una ang pinakamahalaga. Because you cannot have the other three unless you start with number one. Kaya next week po pag-uusapan natin yung pangalawang lesson, what is a true, uh, what is the true gospel? Okay? So napakahalaga po noon. Now, remember, ito po yung katuroan na gusto kong i-share sa inyo at this point. So first lesson natin. A true Christian is a follower of Jesus together with others. Yun po talaga ang tunay na Christian. A follower of Jesus together with others. Hindi yung nagsasarili ka lang at hindi yung nag-go through ka lang ng ritual. You have decided, you know, narinig mo yung mabuting balita, you decided to believe, to follow Jesus, nagkaroon ng pagbabago sa buhay mo initially through the Holy Spirit at napabilang ka sa mga kapwa mo mananampalataya who are all learning to follow Jesus together. So, itong pagbabago na ito, ito yung ibig sabihin ng what it means to be a true Christian. Now, dito sa Real Life Bible Study, I would share with you at the end of each lesson a few questions, tatlo lang naman most of the time, uh, sa bawat lesson, na I hope you would use para pag-usapan at i-process yung aking pinaliwanag. So, it would be good to gather with a group of people at i-discuss yung ating uh, natutunan para hindi lang tayo na, uh, naging tagapakinig kundi ipinroseso natin sa buhay natin. So, ito yung mga questions po. Number one, which of the four characteristics are true already in your experience so far? Now, let me warn you, hindi mo pwede sabihin number three lang o number four kung hindi pa totoo yung number one. Kasi po yung number one, yung narinig mo, naunawa mo, na nampalataya ka sa gospel, yun yung pinakamahalaga. But, yan yung question natin. Number one. Number two, which of them are not yet true for you so far? So, maging honest po kayo. Kung hindi pa totoo yung number one, like I said, eh, huwag mo muna sabihin na totoo na sa'yo yung number two, three, and four. Doon muna tayo sa number one. And then, number three po, question, what would it take for you to be a true follower of Jesus starting today? And of course, I hope and pray na i-go through mo tong real-life Bible study. This is a good way to begin. No? Apat lang na lesson ito. Madali lang i-go through, madali lang i-proseso, madali lang matapos. If at the end of this four-lesson Bible study, feeling mo na hindi ka pa ready o ayaw pa sumunod kay Kristo, okay lang yun kasi at least honest ka at nagkaroon ka ng basihan for that decision. So I hope and pray na you would finish the four-week Bible study at kapag natapos mo na yun, I do pray that you would decide uh, eventually, finally, ako ba ay magiging isang tagasunod ni Kristo o hindi? So again, remember po yung sinabi ko, a true Christian is a follower of Jesus together with others. So God bless you at nawa magkita-kita tayo muli sa tatlo pang lesson na natitira dito sa Real Life Bible Study. Sige po, God bless you. Bye-bye.